Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of the Jakins and Maine Variety Hour. 20 minutes of me, Jakins, and my good friend, Maine, just talking about whatever the hell we want to. This is our second episode, and in this one we talk a little bit about board games and why we love them. Still trying to work out some of our sound quality, get a little better, please bear with us, and uh, please don't judge me too harshly for what you're going to hear. Hey, Jenkins. Hey, man. Today, I would like you to tell me what your favorite board game is and why. My favorite board game. Okay. I actually think my favorite board game might be Forbidden Desert. Forbidden Desert. I haven't even heard of that one. So you, you need to you need to elaborate. Okay. So Forbidden Desert is a co-op game. It's a small game. Like comes in. Yeah, I I don't like competitive games. If I'm being honest, I like the co-op. Um, I know every time we play a competitive game, you just kind of get grumpy and reserved. I, I, and well, I have to be reserved because if I'm not, I'm going to be swearing at people, and I don't want to do that. But I'm that's what I want you to do. I want you. I don't to get grumpy and sweary. Like I, I try to do that, and occasionally I've gotten you to come out and actually start yelling at me, and I'm like, "Oh man, this." Is I don't like feeling like that, though. I don't like that. I hate like I don't hate it. I don't hate the game, but I hate the experience of when I get too competitive. If that makes sense, like I don't like being that person that gets so upset when they start losing. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit different, like very competitive but i can still have fun with it I'm like, yeah this is all right like i'm gonna get pissed but i'm still gonna i'm still gonna enjoy this and, yeah, I'll, throw, I mean, I and s- I'll throw a fit but it's like a fake fit i, mean, I hate you guys but anyway yeah, tell like me about there are, and- i mean there's some games where I, can, where I can do that where i can have fun while being angry but for the most part it's i don't know it, it's weird so anyway i like co-op games more um and i like forbidden desert because it's a bit of a it's got some elements like RPG to it, but it's still very much a board game. Uh, it comes in like this cool little tin, and you open it up, and you set up the play area. It's just a bunch of random tiles, and you just lay out this desert. And the story behind it, I did air quotes around story, was that you, uh, you, the players are playing as a crew of an airship that's crashed in the desert. And you have to explore the desert to find the pieces of your ship, so you can re- so you can fix it up, repair it, and escape the desert. But then every turn, you draw a random card, and like the cards might make a sandstorm show up that like fills up the area with with more sand. So you have to spend a turn digging up the sand before you can flip the tile to see if it has the piece you're looking for. And every player gets a unique like power set, like you can be the uh, the explorer. Or the, uh, I forget all the stuff, like one guy can move more, one guy can move diagonally instead of just straight. Uh, One guy carries more water. So it's got a little bit of resource management as well. Get cool item cards. It's a really fun, simple game. It takes about 15, 20 minutes to play. That's it? And you, yeah, it's a super quick game. You can like up the difficulty if you want. You can, like it's got difficulty levels. It's a great, like it's the game that I use to, convince people to not play Monopoly. <laughs> nice. 
I, I've actually heard that Monopoly Gamer is pretty good, and it makes me want to try it. I don't know if I want to buy it, but I want to at least try it and see if people say it is. It's like what game? Monopoly Gamer. Monopoly Gamer. Was it just like a gamer version of Monopoly? Yeah, it's got like Mario and different game characters okay. in it, and I don't remember what the twist is that actually makes it a a game worth buying because although i've had fun playing monopoly garbage game it's so bad yeah anyway what is your favorite board game main i already know the answer but you need to tell me anyway (laughs) okay i'm i'm going to say right now because it could change and it has changed that's fair that's fair but right now it's gloomhaven i I'm sad that I haven't played it. it, it Has it been a month since you've played? I, I don't know. It feels like longer. I I just love that game so much. And you know when you play a, a video game or you see a, an episode of, of a TV show or a movie and like you wake up in the morning and you're like, that's all I want to do. Like, I just want to play that game or I just want to watch that show. You had that. Yeah, more than I'd like to admit, honestly. Yeah, I remember you telling me about like Persona Five or oh god, yeah, or Final Fantasy. That's how I am with Gloomhaven. Like, I dive into that game, and I become my little Craghard dude, who's a rock man. Mm-hmm. I just want to be that rock guy forever. So, I can respect that. So I'm gonna. I we played Gloomhaven once before for our five listeners, and I, I had a blast playing. It was really fun. But uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. From playing that, all I really wanted to do afterwards was run my D and D campaign some more. <laughs> that makes sense. It has some very heavy uh, RPG. No, like what I took away from it, and this is what I love about it. It's really just a DMless D and D. Yeah, it, like the boss is your dungeon master, and I think that's amazing. And I love that more and more games are doing that. Like you and I have played Kingdom Death a bunch. That's close to that, and that's one that's of my one favorite of, games. But that's one of my favorite games as well. I love that game. Yeah. I don't buy it because you have it, and I just want to play it with you. Yeah, and yeah, be one other person that I knew that had it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had. I think I've started two or three solo campaigns like by myself. I've got one, I think you and I have started two, yep. and then I've got one that I was running with two other buddies of mine, and yeah, I, I can't knock enough of that game. When, uh, I will go long periods of time without playing it, but I love it. When you told me how many minis you have coming for that thing and how many... Oh, God. I was floored. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. That is insane. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure my math was right, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's triple digits. I spent way too much on that Kickstarter. We will not go into how much, but it was too much. That's fine. I yeah. I have successfully not done that to that to that yeah. level. But I've I've spent I, way too much money on Kickstarter. Yeah, Kickstarter is bad for me personally. It's the best, and I think it's really done a lot of awesome stuff for especially board games in general. But anymore, I 
I try not to back board games because I know I'll go in at too high a level. So I try to just back like tabletop RPGs, like the PDF level now. So I still get the rule books, but I paid like five bucks, you know? Yep. I've, I've been successfully not doing that. Like there's a few that I'm like, I just have to have that. And I almost did that with the game that I just backed. Actually, yeah, I was actually just going to bring that one up. I was proud of both of us with that one because you were going to back it and you were going to get with the, like the $50 add-on of just a box of minis. I still might. I was going to buy them from you. You still might. Okay, but for you, I assume. Yeah, I still might. So, okay. So I'm more proud of me then because I was like, no, I'm not going to spend $50 on minis that I'm not going to have the time to paint. I'm I'm at least proud of me for, for holding back for now. Like I, I, I dropped it to the lowest yeah, no, level no, no. and did not get any add-ons. And that might change when the... When they open up the the backer kit or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, I I will reinstate my proud of you statement. Then the fact that you're the lowest level, I didn't realize you were at the lowest backing level. That's actually really impressive for either one of us, honestly. Dude, that game looks amazing. Like it, it, it looks was, really good. It was the most funded campaign on Kickstarter this year, and yeah, I know. And it's and that one looks like another one of those awesome RPGs in a box, you know, like kind of. Gloomhaven E. Yeah, that, like it's it's completely story driven. They've got four or yeah. five hundred pages of story just in the base and the, with the expansions that, from the stretch goals. That's longer than any of my novels, right? <laughs> it's longer than any of my potential novels that I have been working on. Yeah, let's see. The yeah, thirty thousand in the one. So that's about 100 pages. Now. Is that all I have on that? Yeah, you said 36. Rule of thumb is 300 words to a page. 300? I thought it was 250. Well, I mean, I, I do 300. Maybe it's 250, which would mean you have more pages, I guess. I've been doing this wrong if it's 300, and that's a little depressing. I mean, it varies. We, you can do fun stuff with the formatting. That's, that's beside the point. We should talk about games, not books now. Hey, I'm fine with talking about, about the writing. Actually, yeah, I was going to ask, uh, do, do board games ever like uh, inspire your writing at all? Yeah, I'm sure they do. I don't know of any set examples of it, but I just consume media. Through talking to you, that's partially what I do. Like I just analyze everything I watch and listen to, and I'm like, okay, what can I use for my stories? Why is this? and that's one of the reasons I love Gloomhaven because it's there's just so much depth to it like it forces you to yeah. make decisions and then and then it's awesome because some of the decisions you think you're making the right choice and it's just not because the little rat guy you weren't able to help him the the people trying to murder him are like no I don't care we're going to kill that poor little rat guy Man, poor little rat guy. What did he ever do to anybody? Nah, he's a rat guy. People don't rat, like rat guys. Why Why is every fantasy setting so racist? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good point, though. Even your stories are a little racist. I mean, yeah, but like... I don't want to sound like I'm defending myself, but I try so hard to make them not, you know? But people hate orcs, and orcs hate, orcs hate other people. Yeah, what yeah. I, what I find interesting 
speaking of the racist topic, and then I'll go back to board games. But I have a a married in cousin who is from mm-hmm. Africa, and we saw him a couple weeks ago at a restaurant, and we were talking to him. I don't remember what country he's from, but he he seemed like a pretty cool guy. Um, he was talking about how he came to the United States, and he was just so surprised because in in the country he's from, they had absolutely like he had no concept of racism. Like he came here and he was just floored that people would care because where he yeah what what country is he from? I want to say it was because I'm from Africa. It and uh, racism is pretty big there. Yeah, he's not from South Africa. Yeah, it is a big continent. So I'm just curious. I think I think he said Uganda, but I could be completely wrong. Well, good for Uganda, he, I guess. He claimed to have been to South Africa, but I don't know if he had or not. Maybe. I mean, it's it's more of a destination than people probably believe. But I mean, to be fair, America is pretty racist. Oh, like, yeah. Well, when you consider the fact that it's been like one and a half generations since slavery. Yeah, it was like the last country to be like, you know what? Yeah. It's kind of disgusting. A little bit. Okay, back to board games. Um, yes. Why Why do you love board games? Or do you love board games? Let's start with that. Do you love them? And what draws you to them? So I, de- I definitely enjoy board games immensely. I don't know if I can say I love them. Definitely not as much as you love board games. Uh, I spend way too much damn money on them. <laughs> uh, I would like to have more board games on my shelves, that's for sure. I like the option of having something there that I can pull down, throw on a table, like, all right, let's do this and tell a story together. You know, because every board game, no matter what it is, has that potential to tell a story, even if we're playing shitty, shitty Monopoly. <laughs> we can get a story out of that. I love trying to convince people that games suck. Oh, I love that game. I'm like, that's fine. You can love that game. It can be a fun game. But as far as games go, that game sucks. Candyland can yeah. literally be played by one person. You have four other people in the room, each picking a color. And that one person can draw all the cards, and the outcome will be exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're... they're, they're oh. God, don't even get me started. It's like over Christmas, because that was, you know, just last week. All the families were together, nieces and nephews, and they all pull out the little kids' board games to play. It's like, all right, which one do you guys want to play? And I was so excited about Candyland. I was like, no, please, no. And I, Candyland is fun. I remember growing up, and I had a lot of that game. I really did. It, that, like, uh, <laughs> We'll edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. There we go. It's done. (laughs) No way. That is all coming out. Just how it came out, right? (laughs) There's a lot I would leave in, but not that. I would leave in a conversation about the book I bought yesterday before I'd leave that. No, please leave that. Just 
Just imagine our five readers listening to this. We like my favorite no. Arthur author just ripping one. On <laughs> Look, I thought it'd be so quiet, but it wasn't, man. It wasn't. I'll leave uh, the decision up to you, all right. but my vote is to leave that in. I what I might do is cut out the actual sound and leave our reaction. <laughs> for my kids yeah because my wife loves the game and i i think it's a perfectly fine game for little kids because it teaches them colors and and it teaches them uh to be a good sport and it teaches them the basic mechanics of a game and they can enjoy the crappy little game of candyland and all this all the silly little characters and how fun they are and the bright colors. And then when they get older, I can say, okay, now that you can read, let's play a game that doesn't suck. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And I get, if I had kids, I'm sure my opinion would be different. But And like you said before, I do remember being a kid and like Candyland and Shoots and Ladders and all those games that are really just like, like you said, one person could play for four people and nothing would change. Yep. I think Shoots and Ladders has a dice, doesn't it? I don't even I remember. Might. I don't know. But, but it's still one of those that's kind of like, it doesn't really matter what you do. You know? Does Everybody that make sense? Like there's this. no... Yeah, pretty much. Mm. All right, what about you? Why, why do you love games? Because we know you love Part of it is the the anticipation of actually playing it. Like the, a few weeks ago, I I pulled out all my all my games, just about all of them. Yeah, maybe three quarters. And I set them out so that I could take some pictures of them. And mm-hmm. put it on a website. And I, as I'm pulling them out, I was like, man, I have a whole stack of games that some of these I haven't even opened and others I've only played once and others I've never played uh, an entire scenario of. And as I'm going through these games, I just love them and I, I hug them and I caress them a little bit, just cute little games. And, and do you name them George? No, they have their own names. I mean, Monopoly is named Monopoly. <laughs> but as I was pulling them out, I I just had these visions of glorious gaming sessions where I would get to sit down and spend hours enjoying playing these the Star Wars X-Wing miniatures. I just imagined these glorious dogfights where I got to sit down with one or two friends and we'd have brilliant battles fighting back and forth with our little X-Wing fighters and the giant ship that I pulled out of the box but never actually set up and have no idea how to use and then I think of the games that I have played, like Gloomhaven. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just could dream about that game. And just sit and play it all day and be happy. So that's part of it. The uh, the anticipation of being able to play them. I also love the social interaction. Like I, I love video games, but I have actually, I've actually spent more money on board games because of the fact that I get to sit down and talk to someone and hear what they have to say. Like I don't, I don't play solo games because I could play a video game and enjoy it more. 
So I, yeah. And I've actually try, been trying to come up with strategies to get people to play more like my family and that so that we can communicate rather than just sitting and playing on our phones. Yeah, that's fair. And since we're running out of time, I'm going to hurry and throw out the fact that we are working on some games. We are. Do you want to take a minute or two to talk about Yeah, you about go those? first. What are you, okay. the RPG? Well, so the RPG, I think I want to save for another episode. So I think we should do a whole episode on just uh, tabletop RPGs. All right, that's fair. Because they're, they're separate from board games. But there is a board game sort of related to that project that we're kind of toying around with. Uh, I don't have a name for it yet, but it's, I guess we'd probably throw it in the same category as Gloomhaven, sort of, and that it's got a, maybe not a set story, but it's kind of an RPG in a box type That's scenario. Yeah. Uh, set in my uh, Jack Bloodfist universe. You get to manage your own version of the uh, Dong Lee conglomerate, which is the big kind of private security firm that exists in Jack's world where they uh, recruit uh, dangerous or powerful individuals and use them as mercenaries. So you get to kind of manage that company and build up your army and send them out on little missions. I think we got some cool mechanics in place for it, but that's a ways off still. Yeah, at least a couple of years. I feel like we're learning yeah. about that game. Like we've got, we've got the RPG that you're kind of heading and we've got a little board game. Yeah, so the, the RPG's got some of the mechanics, like the battle mechanics that the board game version will use in the RPG. And then, yeah, you're developing your little board game, which you should tell us about now. So, my little board game, I, I'm i going to tell the story of how this came about first. Oh, yeah, Because definitely. I think it's great. So we were driving home, mm-hmm. and my little kid was sitting in the back, and I'm like... Or maybe he asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I think that's what it was. He said, Daddy, what do you want for Christmas? That's what you told me the first yeah, time. Yeah, he said, Daddy, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, I want you to make me a board game. Side note, he didn't he didn't make me a board game. I didn't get anything for Christmas for him. But that's okay. Didn't didn't matter. But he said he said that and I I told him that. A few minutes later he said we should play a game and it's called Shark Lava Doom. And we're ninjas, and we have to jump over the lava and avoid the sharks and the traps that come down. We have to use our swords to break out of the traps, and there's snow bombs, and there's all these other things happening. And as he's talking, I'm like, that is genius. And so I stole the name. The game is going to be called Shark Lava Doom, and you're a ninja, and the cards in your hand are going to be your mad ninja skills, and that's how you move around the board. And at the beginning, you're going to choose an objective, and and then, uh, yeah, there's going to be lava sharks that try to eat you, and you're going to have to use your skills and the help of some of the sharks, because not all sharks try to eat you. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited about it. Yeah, I was going over the uh, spreadsheet you sent me earlier today, and I'm just looking at all the sharks, like you got how they'll work in the game, what they're like in real life, and I was like, Damn, Maine did some research. 
or at least spent half an hour on Wikipedia, and that's great. Yeah, it, it, it's mostly been, mostly been Wikipedia just because it's so easy. And it's a board game, so my yeah. resources don't need to be perfect. It, it, Wikipedia will be good oh, enough. No. Oh, Wikipedia's great. I wasn't saying that as a bad thing. I was impressed that you actually did a Google search before you started your spreadsheet as <laughs> well. And I love Wikipedia, too. I've actually thrown some money their way before. Because they constantly, constantly bug oh, me. I'm like, okay, I love you. I'll give you a little bit of money. Not much, but, you know, a couple bucks. Well, they always say, if every person reading this right now gave us a dollar, we'd be great. And I always ignore it because I'm a monster. But I'm very proud of you. I was proud of me, too. It was only was like five Wikipedia bucks or something. Me. But I'm like, yeah, I'll help you out, Wikipedia. Well, you paid for four other people. You paid for me. Thank you, Maine. You made it easy for me to keep finding useless trivia that I don't Heck really yeah. need. So for you, five or six people listening, be excited for our work. And because I love Jenkins, I'm going to throw out that read the, the first draft, second draft, I don't know, of Jack Bloodfist, the freelancer. And it was good. And you should be excited for it. And you should buy his stuff. Yeah, you should. You should buy my stuff. And I will throw out that I haven't read everything he has yet, but Maine's worked on a cool story called demon shadow working title and like yeah but the little bit i've read i really liked and i liked it enough that it actually made me hate maine for a day or two which makes me happy because it was a little better than better than i wanted it to be because you're a monster yeah i'm the worst i'm sorry maine you're too good for me i love you jenkins and i love all of you i love you too, have people who are now still listening to us I like you all very much, but not in that way. All right, guys, go play some board games.